Hello and welcome to Tash Talks, the podcast. Get ready to boss up and slay the game with the ultimate platform for fierce female entrepreneurs like you. My intention for this podcast is to arm you with the most powerful tips, cutting edge tools, and transformative teachings that will activate your next level. The go-to destination for unmissable and unfiltered badass conversations. I'm your host, Natasha Clark, mindset and business coach and founder of the Soul Strategy Method, helping you to unlock the power of your unconscious mind while mastering strategies to build a profitable and pleasurable business. We are here to redefine success one one boss boss move move at a time. Hey, 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 and welcome back to the Tash Talks podcast with your host, Tash, aka Natasha Clark. Now, it's very early morning here in the Clark household. We are recording actually in the den while Santiago is sleeping because we are getting shit done. (laughs) Now, as a business coach who deals with shifting your subconscious mind for success, for my clients, I have seen, well, time and time and time again, I've been doing this six and a bit years now, and I see the same main five subconscious blocks come up over and over again that are stopping you from calling in those five multi-five figure months. But fear not, because today we're going to be shining a light on those five sneaky subconscious blocks that are playing out for you right now. Are you ready? Are you ready to go? Number one, the fear of failure. It's our first hurdle. It's the big one, the fear of failure. Imagine this. You've got a great, amazing new idea for your program but you're scared it won't sell out, so you don't bother selling it. Or you talk about it once on your stories, and because no one bought, you drop the idea. You stop investing into that coach or that program, i.e. conscious coach, as you convinced yourself that if it it won't work for you. And if you don't see results by X amount of time, then it's not going to happen. So you don't take the action, and guess what? Then you don't get the results anyway. Or the fear of failure can come up when you're scared to grow your team as what if they can't do this as good as what you can? Because, you know, as business owners, we are guilty of this. I remember when I first hired my first team member, I was like, yeah, but no one can do it the way Tash does it. That's the point. You don't want them to do it like you. That's their zone of genius that you want them to do. So, or you're scared that they'll let you down. And this fear of failure stops you from doing it all. It stops you from executing the job hiring in the way that you would actually have loved to have done it. And it keeps you falling short and stops you from taking that leap. Understanding that your unconscious mind, it's doing its job, which is to keep you alive. Failure doesn't exist. It's a made up concept that mind has stored evidence of years and years of conditioning of all the times that you, in quotes, failed and how it felt. And now it never wants you to experience that ever again. Because remember, your body is made up of a set of beliefs, old programming that is just repeating every single day. So now what I want you to do is I want you to list out all the times that you have tried and got back up again. I want us to banish this freaking word failure. Because I see it come up so much with my clients and it really does as if literally as if a word was 
a representation of a monster, I think this would be it. I'm scared of failing, Tash. I'm scared that I'm going to fail at this. I'm scared that I'll be a failure. Because what happens is, think about this. We perceive an experience as negative. And then what we do is we add our identity to it. So instead of just leaving it as a thought, a belief or an emotion, we then take that on as our identity. And that's when we say words like, I'm failing. I'm a failure. I failed. We're taking this on as an identity. The way I see things is this. Everything's a lesson. I didn't fail at my last business, which was my modeling agency. I learned a shed ton of lessons of how not to do business and how working harder does not make you more money. I also learned that spending £30,000 on strategy in 2022 wasn't a failure. It taught me how to lean into my gut. It taught me that the strategy that I didn't want to do, that I didn't feel aligned to. It taught me how not to sell Ooh. and how to go deep and do that inner subconscious work, which then led me to downloading my baby, the program Conscious Coach. How could I have failed? How is that a failure? Did I think at the time? Yes. Did I take that belief or that emotion on as my identity? One million percent. Was I then seeking out evidence every single day of how I'm failing, how I'm a failure? Yes. And what happens with this? We don't just isolate it to business. We let it flow into our marriage. We let it flow into motherhood. We let it flow into friendships. We let it flow into money. We let it flow into every single pocket of our life. We then make this failure a thing. And this is why this needs to stop. It's impossible to fail. If something doesn't work out as the way you intended it to do, where are the lessons that you can take from this? Show mind the evidence that when something doesn't work out and go to plan, you don't die. Now, if you're listening to me with like your conscious part of your brain, you're getting this. You're like, Tash, I know that if I don't, this doesn't work out or I don't sell out my launch or I don't make 10K this month, I know I'm not going to die. But I'm not talking to your conscious part of your brain. I'm talking to the unconscious. And your unconscious is ruling the show at 95%. So guess what? She needs to hear this a few more freaking times. Number two, imposter syndrome. Next up, this is the ever-elusive imposter syndrome. Picture this. You're at a networking event. And instead of confidently sharing your achievements, you downplay your success, thinking others are more qualified. Who's been there? Put your hands up in the air if you have been there. Or you spend your time scrolling social media, consciously searching out other online coaches or service providers that are hitting the milestones that you want to be hitting and thinking, oh, they've done it. it. means I can't. They've done it in two years and I'm still trying at four years. So you just can't be right. Ah, oh, I see. So that's what your mind does. It goes, see? You can't do this. I told you that you can't do this. And then you perpetuate the same scenario, the same emotions, the same thoughts over and over again. And guess what? You go on the same social media sites to look for the same bit of evidence that makes you feel shite. Let's be fair. We know this, but we still go and do it anyway. Or you consume your thoughts with, why is this not working for me? Why is it working for them, but not me? What does she have that I don't? What am I missing? 
and you end up in a pity party. Hello, victim Veronica. And we have all been there. I am not coming from a place of judgment with here. I'm coming from a place of experience. And it becomes this vicious lack loop. And it's time to break this cycle. How do you do this? A, muting everyone on social media that triggers you so that we can break the cycle of looking for examples to berate ourselves. Or B, working on yourself. Working on feeling enough, just as you are. Trust me, this will be the biggest transformation for yourself and your business. When you feel enough in who you are, you show up completely different on social media. Like it's the attitude of no fucks given. You are slaying in your own lane. You're confidently selling out your offers, knowing that they'll change your clients' lives forever. Can you feel that this is just a whole different type of energy, the type of energy that a CEO baddie has? She's making five multi-five-figure months because that is just who she is. Now, that is a whole type of vibe. That is giving. Number three, we've got the lack money mindset. Oh, your relationship with money is one of lack. There's a belief there that there's just not enough to go around or it's greedy to make or want more money or it's crude to talk about more money or it's bad to raise your prices. Your relationship with money is playing out in your business decisions every single day. So we need to work on shifting this now. This, is, this isn't something that you can just cover over and paper over the cracks. No. So let's put this into perspective. You're setting your prices for your new services. But that nagging thought says, you should play it safe. So you don't charge what you want. Or you put off telling your current clients what the next steps are in case they don't re-sign with you. In case they don't want to pay more money to continue working with you. And then you kind of second guess yourself. Did I do enough good enough job? Did they get the transformation? Is this working? Is this me? Is this the program? Is this them? You're scared to celebrate your money success on social media in case people judge you and think it's all you care about is money or it's not spiritual to talk about or want more money. Money not feeling safe. If money doesn't feel safe with you, you're going to want to spend it as soon as you earn it. Or you go the opposite where you save every single penny because you're so scared to reinvest it because you're so scared it's not going to come back. Your money story is yours, not your audience's. So stop projecting it onto your audience and actually do the work to work on yours. You're always going to be too cheap for someone and too expensive for others. But your right ideal clients will see the value and invest whatever that number is. The number is irrelevant. When you see value in something, when you see a solution to your problem, you will pay it. This is why we have payment plans. So it becomes achievable for you. Now, once you work on unblocking your money beliefs, you're able then to have a beautiful, trusting relationship with money. Just as you have a beautiful, trusting relationship with your partner, your mum, your children, your best friends, work colleagues, whatever they may be, money is exactly the same. And the point that you're putting money on a pedestal is the exact reason of why you're in this relationship and why it needs work. I actually had a client come to me and she didn't trust money. She knew and felt that she could make it, 
but she just didn't trust that it would always support her and wanted to be there and stay. So when she made it, she felt like it was a fluke. She felt it was lucky. So we dived into and uncovered that it was very much linked to her relationship with her father. And once we unpacked this and created safety around making and having money, this was allowing her to then trust money. Because just in her relationship with her dad, where she felt she couldn't trust him and he wouldn't always be there for her. And if he was, she was just really grateful and lucky that he was, but she wouldn't know when that next time would be. She had then created, and this is what our subconscious beautiful mind does, created the same pattern. Why? Because our mind loves the known. It loves it being comfortable. So if you have a relationship with money where you don't trust it, it's probably come from a relationship that you want to mirror. And this is subconsciously. Consciously, we don't want to go, oh, I don't have the greatest relationship with my dad, so I'm going to create the not greatest relationship with my money. Like this is all subconscious. Don't forget this. Like you're not consciously making these decisions about money. So once then we actually worked on, we've done a lot of shadow work and her inner child work in regards to her healing her relationship with her dad, which then in return healed her relationship with money. She had the biggest month in her business. And it, it never comes as a surprise to me. Like my clients go, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. And I'm like, this is why this subconscious work is so important. Like you think, oh, it's because I don't make enough money, but let's go deeper. Because if I give you 10K in the morning, are things going to be different? Absolutely not. If you in the morning have a sold out launch, are things going to be different? Absolutely not. Are you convincing yourself they are? Yeah. Is it the truth? No. And I'm here as your coach to call you out on this, to lovingly say, wake the F up. We got things to change, to shift. Because this, it's this work that is going to unlock that next level of success for you. Number four, fear or visibility. Oh, this is a juicy one. And visibility is not just about being seen, but how you show up when you are. Oh, I think I could do a whole podcast just on this. So imagine this, you have the most fantastic offer, but the fear of judgment, of criticism, keeps you from marketing it boldly. Feeling, being seen is unsafe. What if people troll me? What if they don't buy? What if they say something not very nice about me? What if they think something about me? So what we do is we play ourselves down and stay small. But sorry. Small isn't getting you the business out to your audience. It doesn't matter if your offer is the best freaking thing since sliced bread. If no one can see you, no one can hear about it, no one can learn about this offer, ain't nobody gonna buy it. You ain't hitting five figures this month if you're not showing up on stories daily selling your offers with confidence and conviction. It's not gonna happen. Your business deserves the spotlight. Your transformation, if we were to just isolate the transformation that you offer to your audience, that in itself, stop making it about you, that in itself deserves to be seen, to be heard, to be spoke of. It deserves to be sold. And I always, I never used to believe this, but now I truly, I'm basically an embodiment of this, that selling comes from a place of service. If I don't talk about conscious coach, I am allowing so many more entrepreneurs to struggle with the inner mindset. They're not going to know how to shift their subconscious mind. They're not going to have, they're going to have to continue to deal with the money um, mindset of a lack. They're going to have to deal with being scared to be seen. They're going to have to deal with 
scared to raise their, raise the prices. They're going to be scared to show up and be all their authentic self. They're not going to unlock the next five multi five figure months for them. It means their lives are not going to change. Their clients' lives are not going to change. Their business isn't going to change. Their family's lives are not going to change. You're not going to travel the world that you want to or have the choice to put your children in private school or not or homeschool. You're not going to have the choice if you want to do this business with your partner or retire your partner or travel the goddamn world or start a charity. Like you're not going to have that. You're not going to have the DMs of clients going, thank you so much for filling the blank. Obviously, mine's conscious coach. It changed my life. And no lie, the other day when I was taking some of the videos uh, from my sales page to put onto uh, pieces of content, because obviously I'm in launch for Conscious Coach at the moment, no, no lie, it brought me to tears. And sometimes I think we can forget the impacts that we have with our programs and our offers and our services, because so many of those girls said the words, you have changed my life. But like, I don't take that shit for granted. That is, whew, that is powerful. Well, and I'm going to play small. I'm not going to show up and talk about Conscious Coach. I'm not going to speak about it on podcasts. I'm not going to speak about it at networking events. I'm not going to say when people say what it is that you do, what you're offering right now, I'm not going to play it small because I'm scared that it's too noisy out there. I'm scared that everybody's selling something to do with mindset. I'm scared that loads of business coaches are doing things the way I'm doing it. I'm scared that people won't buy. I'm scared I won't sell out the launch. Because guess what? I'll just keep myself small. Ah, ah, ah. None of my watch. And I remember I was very scared to be showing up and being myself as had a lot of conditioning from, I think, being a performer. And you're kind of, you hear a lot that you're an attention seeker. And I just didn't want people to think that of me. And I didn't want them to think that I was making it all about me and how amazing and perfect that I am. And it actually stopped me posting about my dream car when I bought it. When I bought the Range Rover that I'd been visualizing and had been on my, like, I didn't mind talking about my vision board. I didn't mind saying, oh, it's up there. I'm going to manifest it. I'm going to do the work. I didn't mind doing all of that. But when I actually bought it, I was like, holy hell, there's no way I can, I can post about this because people are going to think that I'm showing off, that I'm being flashy, that I'm rubbing it in people's faces. But from doing the work on myself, I released that. This wasn't about those people who, who will judge me. Because let's be fair, if they're going to judge me about posting about my car, they're probably judging me about a lot of things that I do. Maybe I swear too much. Maybe I'm too honest. Maybe I speak about business too much. Like, hello, I'm a business and mindset coach. You are following me on my business socials, whether it's TikTok or Instagram. What the hell do you expect me to be speaking about? It's like someone being a lawyer and then someone being annoyed that they're speaking about law. I mean, it's like someone being a dating coach and being annoyed that they're speaking about dating. I mean, right? When we think about this logically, it doesn't make sense, does it? It doesn't, but we still get so consumed with other people's judgments. And this comes back from, we go back years, like into like the cave women times, at the tribal times. It was very much about community. It was about being a tribe and nobody wanted to be outside that tribe because if you did, basically you you'd, you would die. You didn't have the tribe. You wouldn't be able to eat. You wouldn't have the connection. You wouldn't have, um, you know, you'd be kind of isolated. You'd be lonely, all of those things. And we still have that kind of habitually inside of us. So when we don't want to say something that goes against the grain, I mean, hello, I'm like Mrs. Polarizing now, but I never used to be. And it's still, if I'm being totally honest with you, it's still 
it still comes up sometimes. I might hear a few comments that I speak about money too much. I've definitely heard them comments. Um, I've heard, um, oh, lots of times I've heard Tasha's too positive. I mean, if that's even a thing, isn't that a good thing? I mean, yeah, obviously. So I've heard people, you know, it still kind of crops up because of some of the old conditioning I've got that should I talk about um, my money month this month? Should I talk about how much growth we've had from looking at our Stripe account and what my P&Ls are saying now? You know, it's really easy for us to be the Debbie Downers and be like, oh, times are really hard. You know, this is, I'm struggling with sales. Like it's, it's like we've become a tribe again when we're all talking about how tough things are. It makes us a collective. It's like when we're all moaning about the weather, right? At the school gates, it makes us feel connected. Now, as an entrepreneur, you've kind of got to go against the grain. And for me, like I mentioned, it's still kind of work in progress for me because ingrained into me, I don't want to piss somebody else off. Of course, I never start off a podcast and think, right, I'm going to talk about money so I can really annoy a lot of people. <laughs> I'm going to talk about it on my Insta stories so that I can have other people talk behind my back. Like, no, of course not. You never have that intention. But I've also done a, a shed ton of work on myself. And now I'm kind of of the attitude of if you follow me and it's not for business and mindset and you're just kind of stalking, then happy watching. I don't know. Enjoy the reality TV show. <laughs> that's that's the attitude that I've got, right? Because feeling scared to be visible really comes from you not feeling enough. As if you did, you'd apology, like you would show up in your business unapologetic. You would walk into that event like a freaking badass, or you'd go onto that podcast knowing that you are knowledgeable AF and you're going to give tons of value rather than second guessing yourself, spending hours flip-flopping between content ideas. Like what a waste of time. What a waste of time sitting and thinking, what will Jill down the road say? What will my ex-boyfriend say? What will my ex-best friend say? Like that is just an absolute waste of your time. So the work here is really working on you feeling enough just as you are. And this is something we deeply cover in Psychconscious Coach because I see it come up so much and I'm here to shake up that. I'm here to change the game when it comes to helping build the most unshakable, untriggerable, rich AF entrepreneurs that are soul-led, doing what they freaking love to do, feeling happy and content in themselves, raising their family whilst changing the game in business, living their best freaking life, right? Number five, the lack of self-worth. This is like the silent culprit. Imagine you're negotiating a deal, but that voice in your head says you don't deserve the price you're asking for. Or you have a dip in sales that month and it triggers you. It triggers you to not feeling successful because your worth is so entangled into what you earn. So right now your equation is this, your net worth equals your self-worth. No, absolutely not, darling. You need to flip this. Your self-worth equals your net worth. How you feel and think about yourself, the worth that you own yourself, that determines how successful your business is. That determines how successful your business is. Not the amount of money in your bank account determines how you feel about yourself, how you show up as yourself. No, 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 no. It's the other way around. No one wants to work with someone who doesn't value themselves. Nobody wants to work with someone that doesn't own their worth and show up as a freaking baddie. 
Like that shit is contagious. And being honest with you, one of the main reasons I signed up with my coach is she's a boss. She completely owns her worth, her value. She loves who she is from the core. She shows up unapologetically. So of course, I feel that on social media from her. And I am straight into her DMs saying, send me the link, sign me up. Like there wasn't no play it cool. Because if this was a date, I'd be straight in the DMs going, get me on a date with you right now. Energy doesn't lie. And I'm not here to play small. And I know you're not here either. If you don't believe that you are deserving of the money, deserving of the success, the clients, the results, the happy marriage, the happy family, the good health, the wealth, then you won't have it. Simple. It's time to recognize your true value and understand why you are deserving the success that you desire and how to unlock your full potential. And I'm sick to death of seeing these five things come up so many times. And like I've mentioned some of these examples, they're not conscious. It's all happening in your subconscious. You know, number one, the fear of failure. Number two, imposter syndrome. Number three, the lack money mindset. Number four, the fear of being visible. And then, of course, the one and only, number five, the lack of self-worth. I want to invite you to come and join Conscious Coach and go on your own three-month transformational journey in becoming the most untriggerable version of yourself. Someone that can show up for her business and for herself because she truly knows her worth and shows it. She has confidence in herself, in her value, in her offer, her transformation, her price. Like no shit's given when she says the price. You want to ask me about Conscious Coach? Like here's the price. There isn't a, are they going to buy? Oh, what if they think it's too expensive? Oh, is the payment plan over enough months? And Oh, do I think they're going to, no, 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 no. Like I know, I know. I know Conscious Coach will change your freaking lives. Like, Jump onto the sales page. The link is in the show notes. We kick off next week. See the other badasses that have done testimonials of how they say you have changed my life. This program is like no other. How come I've had clients come into it that have been so scared of, for example, the fear of visibility that have got themselves a magazine deal? What about the fear of their actual self-worth and not owning their worthiness and then being able to secure the most amazing what the actual AF? radio host job, their dream job. What about clients that have come in that haven't had a good relationship with money and felt triggered AF every time they open their online banking account, creating that identity of I'm not good enough, I'm never going to make the money that I desire, I'm not worthy, to then looking at their account and actually not feeling triggered, not being like, oh, I'm making this an identity thing and then having the best month in business, you know, making back their, reti their re return on investment, literally double, quadruple. So as we wrap up today's episode, I really want you to take a moment for reflection. Which of these subconscious beliefs do you resonate with the most? How can we work on this and shift this? How can we begin to rewrite that script so it's in your favor? Let's shift your subconscious blocks. And remember, your journey is unique and every step forward counts. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Tash Talks podcast, and I'll catch you in the next episode.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Tash Talks podcast. Do not forget to hit the follow button so that you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed this episode, then please do share it with your friends who need to hear this. And come on over and tag me over on Instagram. It's at Natasha Clark Coaching. It would mean the absolute world to me if you left me a review. This means that I can get this podcast out to as many badasses as I possibly can. And as a thank you from my heart to yours, I would love to send you a gift. So make sure you take a screenshot of your review and send it over to my team, which is help at natashaclarkcoaching.com. I cannot wait to see you in the next episode. And remember, you are a freaking badass.